recording? We about to start. Who's right, running the intro? <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome back. Yeah, you thought Mozo was going to do the intro, but not me today. You know what I'm saying? It's your boy Sam doing the intro. Sam getting married. Right, taking no, over everything now. Huh? Let's start from scratch. Come on, okay. run, 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 run it back. <laughs> you know he's gonna put that in. All you literally have to do is stop talking. Then. All right, do it for real. This is the greatest podcast. We back. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> October, the greatest podcast. We'll be back. My birthday is next week. Oh, you are. Yeah, it it's lit. Who are yeah. you? What you doing for your birthday? It's Mo Legend. We got you on our calendar, Fridge. Oh, for real? Our fridge calendar. Dang, that's, that's how good. you know friends are real. Yeah, you on mine, bro. So, yes. what that mean? All is well. Jeez, I gotta do better. <laughs> I gotta do better. This is the greatest podcast. The team is back. We got Moses here. Yes, Gabe. Dang, we ain't do this in a long time. That's what I'm saying, bro. Dang. I hope y'all ain't forget our names. Dang, this is the blue one. Nah, I don't think we got new listeners, bro. Somebody actually was like, "Y'all need to start introducing yourselves more on the pod." Yikes. And I'm like, "Dang, you listen to the one pod right. that we didn't. That we don't do it, right?" But you know, my name is Remy. If you didn't already know, it's your boy Sam. You know what I'm saying? Do I have a song for today? I think I do. You got an Elmo <laughs> shirt on, so you should sing like this an man Elmo thought about shirt. it. I, I thought you about it. You, you like, I think I do, and then you sat back and thought. <laughs> it's low, low key. It's been a while, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I don't think I have a song today. Yeah. yeah. So, you take it too long already. It's it's okay. How was Love y'all, how was y'all uh, last podcast? It was the day before y'all birthday, so give oh, me a recap wow. of what. what oh, did anybody man. cash have y'all? Nah, I ain't getting nothing. Y'all fake and broke. Dang, that's that was a little harsh. Yeah. I'm broke because I ain't pay me. Uh, what I end up doing? It, so my 26th birthday, I forgot I was 26. But my 26th birthday was really, uh, it was really chill this year as I wanted it to be. Um, I didn't want to do too much, so my wife took me out to uh, spa. Your wife. Um, so you know what I'm saying? Got my back rubbed. You know what I'm saying? Got my back feeling right. And then um, I wonder why. <laughs> um, Your back hurt. So, yeah, so, <laughs> so we got that, and then she took Long. me out. You know, she took me out, get some food, oh, you know what man. I'm saying? Went to a little restaurant, and then, like, um, she surprised me with my gift. She got me a, a jacket that I wanted. So Ooh, it's lit, it, was, it was humble, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. I did a couple things, you know, here Ooh. and there. So, like, I actually uh, flew a plane. That was pretty interesting. Man, that was a wonderful a plane. Plane. Who took you? Who took you? Sam, I flew a plane, and that was a wonderful <laughs> birthday gift. Well, it's there now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's out. It's I open. Somebody took me out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Sam, thanks. Yo, y'all. And then I went, hey, and then I went to a, a, a Wild and Out show, and I was pretty cool. Who um, took you there? Wild Sam, I'm trying to talk. Yo. I didn't interrupt you. Goodness gracious. Hey, this guy brown hair. The tea is hot. What more diggers say? The tea is bubbling. I ain't got nothing in my cup, but hey, it's brewing. What else did I do? I went to Paris. Mm. Yeah, that was wonderful too. Mm. This man, Remy, go with that. Now. Oh, I went with uh, you know a special someone. Mm. His name is Josh. Shout out Josh Nathan. Yeah, he's very special to me. Okay, cool. Josh yeah. Nathan. So that's what I did for my birthday. Hey, tell Sam, him. Thank you. <laughs> what should I tell the most? This guy Remy was uh, tell him about the story. The what story? story? Oh, <laughs> I got oh. video too for y'all for real. Okay, if see that joint. Definitely. So basically. When I was in Paris the whole time, I was there for like four or five days, and enough people, about it. enough people mistook me for LeBron, and there was actually like a fam, like a dude, 
he came to me and was like, uh, he was speaking in French and he was basically saying, I look like LeBron. Luckily, I studied my French, you know what I'm saying? And then I was just laughing. And then he asked to take a picture. And then I was about to be like, nah, no picture. And then his son came up and was just looking at me like I was his hero. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so I don't got nothing for you. But then, <laughs> but then um, I, I took the picture. And then when, we, when, we were, when they were walking up, they were like, LeBron, LeBron. Everybody just started looking at me. So. <laughs> Uh, if none of y'all, if, oh my god! For the listeners who have not seen Remy in person, I don't. Look First Remy, of all, go to his Instagram, Remy underscore. No, nah, Remy looks like Le- I'm just Remy. Oh, never mind. It's just Remy. He's Check like LeBron. Le- Le- Remy is six five. Mm-hmm. All right, let's not give attributes to like stats out moved, here. They moved the same, like. Like Literally. LeBron was dancing, I was like, "Dang, that's Remy." Somebody actually DM'd me that same video. I know what you're talking about. Sad. He was dancing to some Drake. They so if you, if wow. you ever yeah. in uh, Maryland, and you see somebody look like LeBron. It's probably Remy. Yeah, yeah. it was funny because we was in an Uber and then um, homie asked us our names. <laughs> and I said, my name is Remy. He said, no, you're LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> and then he kept calling me LeBron the whole round. Oh, wow. I was he like, went home and told his wife bro. he met LeBron. So you can only do that in a different country. Yeah, like, you, real, you can't man. do that in the States. Bro. I mean, it's but, I mean, American too. John, like, if it was me, I would have went along with it. I would have capitalized. Yes, I capitalized it. Like, yo, do you know who I am? I'm LeBron James. Did you, wait, like, did you share the part of the story where you took the picture with his fam and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, took, I took the picture. Game zoning out. I might, yeah, yeah it's all good, bro. It's all good. Boys, <laughs> it's working now. Life is different. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell us about that, Gabe. So, Gabe, you know, been How's working for like a, a nah, month cool. and a half I mean, now. I like it. It's it's dope. I'm. It's at uh, T. Rowe Price. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'll say because I don't need people coming to try to visit me. Yeah, y'all like, y'all but, like. Yeah. but no, I mean, it's cool. Like, I like it, the um, the work ages of the people like are around my age. So, you know, yeah, like, that's, that's cool. Good. The work is hard, though. Is it really? Yeah, man. It's just wow. complex. It's like a lot of things, a lot of processes to handle and manage and stuff. Mm. So it's like not even a game. It's not sweet. Nah. So did you think it would though. be sweet going in? Nah. Nah, nah. I didn't, but I didn't think it would be this. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like literally, it was just kind of funny because we had a meeting this past week and it's like three new people. Um, and we're like honest contractors currently or whatever until a certain amount of time. And then we'd be brought in like full time. But pretty much like. After the meeting, one of the employees was like, oh, my gosh, I need to go talk to the contractors because I don't want them to be scared. Like, mm. And legit, I was in a meeting, like, blanking out because I was like, bro, what are they talking? It's just so many things to learn. This like, guy was fearful. It's crazy. Yeah, nah. But, nah, it's, it's dope, though. I like it. The building's cool. Um, they have, like, their own little campus and stuff. Mm. Have a cafe and all that. Shout out to that new money, bro. New he he money. still always, you know, what I'm saying drinks at dinner, but yeah, know, he does. sleep. Okay. I mean, I mean, y'all ain't take me out to dinner when y'all got a job. So wait, what? Whoa, huh? actually, uh, what? Uh, uh, all right, let's not talk about the past, bro. Right, so. Yeah, right. It's 2018. That was a <laughs> moving last forward. Year, bro. In other news, <laughs> we Things recently uh, dropped some heat on our Instagram <sighs> in the apparel Ooh. section. Hey, yo, we got some. Uh, go ahead, speak on it, Sam. Oh, well, I, I mean, I was just about to say gravity. You know what I'm saying? We worked really hard on um, the visuals for you guys. Gabe really worked hard on the design for you guys. Um, so, yeah, you know, check it out. If you haven't, check out our Instagram. Check out our website. We have a lookbook on there for you guys to check out. And, um, yeah, man. like you really talked about how I worked on the design. Didn't even talk about the promo video. <laughs> he, he brushed past the promo video. Like, right. he, nah. put his foot, he, like not, he put his Sam foot in that. It's not put, about me, Sam put man. his foot in it. It's not about yeah, me. If you tough. can, share it. I feel like we should do like a special something for the people who listen and want to get the tea from the podcast. 
Or like a discount code. Discount code. Yeah. Something. I don't know. Nah, but you know people be cheap. They're going to start sharing that joint. Right. But I look at the orders. We be giving y'all endless special somethings, bro. Y'all better be grateful. Yeah, for sure. If you really want a tea. Just support us, bro. Yeah, just support us. Buy two. Yeah, Honestly, buy, two, buy one for your one, friend, you know? your mom, your dad. If they right. ask what the G stands for, you know, you can, whatever definition you want to give it. <laughs> yeah, it stands for good, do, great, right? grandma. God. Grandma got a customized <laughs> tea for you. Got your G on there. Right. Now, you know what I'm bro, a lot of people have been asking about what the meaning of it is. Um, and, like, generally what we describe it as is just the beauty of having a relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, we take that and you can take it. However you want it, you know it could be mm. grace, it could be gratefulness, it could be that He's greater in your life. Mm. We just want to, we just want it to be something that is is more personalized to you, yeah. or something that someone could look at and be like, oh, what does that mean? And then that's your avenue to kind of share, you mm. know, your story to kind of share what God has done in your life. Yeah. So it's the beauty of Christ, the beauty of relationship with Christ. Yeah, so the beautiful I have a God whose name last name starts with a G. She was like, oh, this is a G. Wow. For my last name, I was like, people thought it was Gabe. Honestly, be Gabe honestly did it because his name starts with a G. Psych. But we just had to, you know, create some meaning right. behind yeah. it. Dang. around but it. Nah, so, so cup of tea, you know, what I'm saying, take a pick, DM us. Yeah, so cup of tea, and take a pick in your tea. Let you know, tag Project T30. Nice tag. We actually, is we'll actually shout y'all out. A good pick. Yeah. yeah. Take a good pick. Like the lighting is adequate. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? No. Something. Help us. Help be fly. Help us. You know. This guy said chum chum. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> so moving forward, it's, oh like I said, it's October. It's fall. Yo. The best season of all seasons. Uh, I mean, the best season of all seasons, just or well, the best month, actually, just passed, unfortunately. So we're that's, no longer in September. That's included in fall, which is the best season. Eh, not really. September my birthday is my like birthday's borderline in summertime. summertime for, Anyways. Yeah. It's still hot as a mug right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely currently 60 degrees outside. Anyways, we're going to talk about fall season. What are y'all, some of y'all favorite things about the fall? I already know mine. Weather. Dressing. Yeah. This, yeah. Fall fashion, man. Like, a summer is cool, but as men, like, there's there's only so much, I mean, there's only so much you can wear in the summertime. Obviously, like, a tee, button-ups. Yeah, shorts. Unless you wear, like, super, super duper low muscle booty shorts. (laughs) Yeah, nah. Like, it's really tee, pants. Shoes, yeah, basically. Though a hat on, you probably be sweating underneath that hat. It's just a lot, bro. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Fall, you can layer up. Yeah, the fall really exposes who can dress or not. For real, yes. Like if you if you can't dress, you have no. If you're not fashionable, the fall will expose you. All your little maxi dress shorties, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It ain't looking too good. It ain't looking too good. So fall used to expose me though. Way back, Mm. yeah. It wasn't fall. You exposed yourself, bro. Wow. Try to on the farm, bro. It was all you all year round, boy. You come a long wow. way, bro. Dang. The same thing they're doing now. They used to do it 10 times worse back then. We helped you grow, bro. We refined you. We, we, we refined you. Sir. It was the rebirth. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Friends you know how Wayne came out with the rebirth album? Yeah. <laughs> we, rebirthed Mo- we rebirthed Moses. You this know your rollout for your new album, bro. Yeah, basically. These guys saying they rebirthed me. Yeah, so I mean, we, had to, we do that every once in a while. At the very least, your style. You got to start offering rebirth services. Yeah, bro. Ladies, if you have a man who don't know how to dress and you really wish he knew how everything's good with him but his fashion taste he's got feeling himself hey look <laughs> now I'm saying all of us we can are you Mr. Brown here <laughs> all of us you know what I'm saying we do have rebirth services just hit us up in our DMs wow. or our email we can show you how we can you know give you that service yeah, if his like pants aren't be, cuffed yeah I don't, I don't know if the pants aren't cuffed or if he has a super cuff then you know just hit us up straight boot cut if he doesn't know his size you know what I'm saying shirt's too small shirt's too big I thought we weren't even gonna bring up boot cut bro drowning in his clothes ladies just hit us up or fellas well we don't really do the services for the ladies but we have friends we'll point y'all in the right direction call Mo Digger 
I yeah, call more digger. <laughs> if they weren't Jason Mine, you know, Ugo. Yeah. Call all me gotcha. But for fall, my favorite thing about fall is football season. Slip. Football has been basketball season, bro. College football. Basketball. This is actually the best time because basketball is coming back. Football is coming back. Uh, dressing is nice, but I actually have the opportunity to um, this season be a character coach to a high school team in my area, and like that zone is doing more for me than I'm doing for the kids. Yeah, I see that zone on LinkedIn, bro. Congrats. Son, yeah. yeah. So basically, I'm doing it through this thing called the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Um, so basically, what I do FCA is FCA too. Yeah, the FCA. I, know, I, I feel like I see it more as FCA. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's FCA, but like oh. basically, what I'm there is just being like a character coach, just being basically like a mentor to some of the kids. And, like, last night we had a game and just seeing, like, there's a couple kids on the team that are just born leaders. And, like, mm-hmm. they're just born. They're all about the team. They're just uh, inspiring the guys. And it's just like, dang, bro, these guys, these guys have stuff that, like, I'm looking into myself like, dang, I should be more like this high schooler right here. Mm-hmm. Like, the way that they're fighting, the way that they're just encouraging one another. And, you know, my job there is just kind of encourage the guys, like, if I see a guy pouting or mm-hmm. anything that I can share with them that I've been through that I've experienced that's going to help them right there at this moment mm-hmm. or even in the future, it's, it's what I share with them. But, you know, I was sitting down last night just reflecting. I'm like, dang, I'm glad I'm in this position because it's helping me more than I feel like I'm helping them. So mm-hmm. I think it's been happening for a reason, but... Yeah. yeah, that's good. Uh, hopefully one of them kids, you know, makes the league, you know, and then Sorry. be like, my they man Moses, some, I got you, bro. There's some tough kids on this, Joe, bro. This one kid is six foot, 205, solid, running back. How old? Brad. Six foot running back? Six foot, 205. Wow. He might probably be running, over pe- running people Brad's, over, bro. Yes. Jeez. Running over people, bro. Wow, because a lot of running backs in the league don't be. They be like 5'10", 5'9". Yeah. But nah, football's back. That's I love football. Actually, what's the name? What's cool is uh one of the people who kind of like uh, stood with Kaepernick as far as like position political positioning and and just the whole like yeah, um, what kneeling for like police brutality, you know, against the African American community. Um, Eric Reed got signed to a team, which is really cool because you know like the speculation was just that not only Kaepernick got kind of blackballed, but then also, like, other people kind of got involved in that, too. But mm. it was cool to see him get to be able to play football again, like the guy right. Eric Reed, um, just because he was he was literally one of the main people, you know, mm. um, whatever. There's a couple of teams out there that could use Kaepernick for real. Um, <laughs> Wait, question. Do y'all think – so let's say there's a team willing to sign Kaepernick. Do y'all think I he think should sign? I think there are teams usually – but I if someone offered him like a legitimate contract, do y'all think he should sign? Yeah, but I think yeah. I think they would oh, ask him. I think they would ask him, "Oh, um, could you like tone it down, tone that down, or whatever?" Yeah. Which is kind of cool because um, I was watching this show called Ballers or whatever yeah. with The Rock um, or Dwayne Johnson, and he's like a financial manager of uh, football players. But it it the show has evolved into so much more. The long story short is that on the show um, they're trying to sign a player. Uh, but the player had tweeted something like racial or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, just coinciding with what um, or partnering with like what Ka- Kaepernick was talking about. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. The, his man's who was the GM went to the owner and was like, look, I think that he he kind of argued with the owner. But then he was like, I think we can use this to gain fans, blah, 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 whatever. And because of the fact that it's right and it's moral or whatever. But long story short, I think that um, I feel like if nobody's asking him to not say what he wants to say. I mean, make it about the team, of course. But I think, I mean, I think just, because signs, the league, just because the league stopped 
so they really tried it over the summer where they were like, oh, whoever kneels will get fined or whatever. Right. They they pulled back all that stuff. Yeah. And they didn't, you know, like, so they didn't, because I think they, they realized it was foolish um, and unethical. I think, I do think if he signs, at least now, until like, before major changes are made within the NFL, I think it'll just, it'll put a stain on what he originally like stood for. Really? And so that's because there are a lot of, I guess, although he initially was kneeling because of pol- police brutality, mm. um, just the act in itself exposed a lot within the NFL about how owners felt, about yeah. how they didn't even give right. a care about what the players did as long as they didn't bring that racial political crap into the, the league, right? Mm. Yeah. So it, uh, him knowing this mm. and him knowing how people are treated – uh-huh. Like until I feel like until certain rules and regulations are made that prevents people from feeling like okay I can't even kneel mm. even though there's a dude taking pictures during the national anthem there's a dude selling peanuts right. nobody like everyone right. isn't it's paying not like attention during the anthem yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah like I, he literally got kicked out so I feel like yeah. until major but, changes are made son yeah, I, think, I don't know I think, but it could be seen as a change if he if the team does bring him on and they do embrace all that he stands for. Right. I think that shows that it's making the change because, you know, we we see what you're fighting for. We want to fight with that same thing. Like, with Eric Reed. I don't know if it's them fighting for – it's literally, like, them saying, no, nah, we want your, your football skills. We don't care about what you think. Yeah. I mean, I guess anyone can say they believe in what you believe in just because they yeah, want because you, though. Yeah, because not because they, like, you're you're I think that – so, like, based off, like, just watching, like, sports shows with, like, football players on it and them interviewing football players, like – there was a guy, Greg Olson, who's a tight end for Carolina, the same team, actually. Right. And he was just kind of talking about how, like, nah, football players knew it was like this already. It just, the world hadn't seen yeah, this side. Exactly. He was just saying, like, in, in the locker room, people people have different opinion, opinions, like, even before this, like, years before this was going down, but, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I just think, I mean, I think that the NFL has always been kind of the league where they try to restrict players period like it's always been like that as a league you know like um just because of the commissioner and everything that they do the way they treat players and him rejoining Um, this is it's like i don't know i think i think i think he knelt to raise awareness you know what i'm saying like but you know i think i think it could still he could serve as a symbol, you know, yeah. like I think he already he does. Back. Oh no, he's, he's not, not yeah, even he's in the league. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. literally, like Kaepernick and every like I'm with Cap. When people yeah, yeah, see that, yeah, yeah, yeah. they right. already know what it is. Like right, they already right, know what right, it right, means, right. regardless right. of if he's in the league or not. Yeah. Either or, this man got I a mean, Nike I, contract. I still, That's what I'm saying. I don't foresee him going back to the NFL. No, no, I don't think he will. Yeah, I think he's good that. Hypothetically, if a team join him, okay, I got you. Do we think he should, you know, fade? He's doing, he's doing well with that Nike contract though. That's a lot. Nike stock, you know what I'm saying? When I seen that. Lastly, on fall season, cuffing season, Whoa. this is our reminder to y'all that it's getting chilly out. You know, people getting signed. Less you know? activities going get, on out there. Right. Less Some people less getting that ten agents. day contract. You know, less you know? free agents out here. Less free hey, agents. Don't let nobody franchise tag you. You Bruh. know, they hey, need that long term contract. Make sure you're on your yeah. best behavior, man. Because yeah. <laughs> look, you want to be able. To, right now it's uh, October. You want to be able to make it to December. You know, if you don't get a Christmas gift, bro. You already know you got dropped. <laughs> you already know you're not on the team, bro. <laughs> you ain't get to play that Thanksgiving. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't even get Too the early. Thanksgiving invite, invite, the invite, if, invite, if he tried to pull up to your spot after he did all his things, bro, you might have not gotten signed, man. Fellas, be careful. Women, be careful. Everybody. Everybody, be careful. It's be getting careful. cold. Hold, t- hold strong. It's cold strong, outside. Man. But yeah, anyways, getting into the actual topic of this podcast, 
um, we're actually going to be talking about the church. Mm. We're going to be talking about various different topics of the church, such as church heard, uh, what the church looks like today versus growing up. Um, We just realized that this is just a relevant topic nowadays when it comes to um, millennials and and, and church and just uh, Christians in general, like the church, what it is, what it's becoming, where it's going. Um, We think that it's just something that, you know, we should just sit down and really talk about and kind of analyze and kind of give our perspective and and share a little bit. So, Mm. yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I guess I would say what what is the church by biblical definition, you know, or whatever. And I would just say like, oh, the church is the body of Christ. So all that. Let me not say all that like that, but mm-hmm. <laughs> everything people like. Curry. So, you know, like one thing I don't, you know, like love. So you'll ask somebody, oh, yeah, are you a Christian? And they'll be like, yeah, I go to church. And I'm like, OK. And, you, you know, like, you just stayed in the house while right. somebody was giving a sermon. And you you know what I'm saying? Like it, it doesn't that doesn't make you, you know. Um, but the church is actually the body of Christ church as a building is a building where people meet to fulfill the role of like fellowship, you know, mm-hmm. and whatever. So it was just interesting. And I think I was telling, I was telling the guys of a story, like me and Deb, um, we were talking and it was a Sunday and we were watching like football stuff, like the pregame stuff. And, you know, like I'm so big into sports and she was like, yeah, wouldn't it be cool to have a job like that? And I was like, yeah. And then she was like but you wouldn't even be able to go to church. And I was like, well, I think I would fulfill what the role of church is supposed to fulfill um, during the week and stuff like that. So let's say I worked on Sundays, you know, Mm -hmm. like if I'm consistently going to Bible study or meeting up with folks or, you know, like whatever. And so we were kind of going back and forth on the fact that like, oh no, like the building, you know, kind of just going to church is like really necessary versus Mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, like, is it cool to just, actually f- just fellowship with people mm. um do you benefit the same but yeah. i think churches low-key can make people handicapped because they feel like they can only be fed from yeah. the people it's kind of like well i see it sometimes in people as an attendance sheet yeah it's like okay although i'm falling and i'm in a very bad space spiritually yeah. as long as i'm showing up to church on sunday you know i can still call myself a christian as long yeah. as i could do that then i'm i'm good right but i just Oh, you go ahead, Moses. No, I was gonna say like we see it nowadays, especially within like our our group of uh, our age bracket. You know, yeah. a lot of people they you're either on the stream like you go to church every Sunday or some like you know you sparingly go to church, and a lot of people saying are starting to question is church really necessary? Um, like all those things like that, and I think even Remy was telling about talking about a conversation that he had, which yeah. he could probably dive more into. Yeah, so it just. I don't know, I guess it struck something in me because I was talking to a friend and they were kind of going through it and uh, they just felt like they sh- they should they don't need to be in church right now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because um, they just were at a bad space in life. So right. They, they might have just been sitting or falling, doing whatever, and they just felt like they don't need church right now. And I'm thinking in my head, like, this is the, the perfect time to go to church. Like, right. church is for the people who aren't good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, you may have an encounter. There may be a revelation or just somebody there for encouragement waiting for you. Yeah. And uh, I just I just feel like, I guess in a traditional sense, right now, the the church kind of looks like something that's for show. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of uh, appearance games played. Like, I... I from my experience with being like interacting with other people in church, somebody could show you on Sunday that they're really good. Mm. But if you talk to them like on a random Tuesday or Wednesday, they're really like a really crappy state. Yeah. And they just keep coming to church, hoping that if they go through this cycle, it's like, 
you go to work expecting a paycheck, right? So right. you go to church every Sunday just hoping, like, all right, this is going to stop soon. Right. I'm going to stop uh, having sex. I'm going to stop doing something that I feel like isn't of yeah. Christ. Sometimes, somehow somehow yeah. attending will change. Let's, you know? let's backtrack a little bit and actually talk about our experiences growing up and, like, the different types of churches that we've experienced. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so I mean, I mean, we all went. Go ahead, go ahead, yeah, I can start. So I grew up. So I grew up in. I wouldn't say the typical ch- African church, but I grew up in a church um, led by an African pastor. Um, and the church that I experienced when I was younger is a lot different than the church I experience now. Like, I would be at prayers from midnight to five a.m. just because I wanted to go to sleep over at my friend's house. Like, my mom brought us to prayer. You know, we'd be at church Wednesdays for uh, Bible study. We'd be at church on Sundays all throughout the day. And, you know, we we saw a lot of spiritual warfare in the church that I grew up in Mm -hmm. um, in terms of, like, you know, prophets coming and, you know, laying the hands and all this type of stuff. And I think and I'm definitely grateful for it because that spiritual warfare that I seen, uh, like, back then as a child, it I think it's definitely molded me into the man or protected me in a lot of ways to become the man that I am today. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely grateful for it. And it taught me the importance of like prayer, the importance of, you know, um, you know, being being rooted in your faith. But I do realize I didn't have like personal actual personal relationship, yeah. you know, at that time. So growing mm-hmm. up, you know, I knew the I, I would say like the I, in a sense, I'll say, like, the religious side of it, like, what I got to do, yeah. like, go to church and all the that works. type of stuff. But growing up, like, I didn't have that personal age, so it's not going to sustain. Um, so just, like, growing up, you know, I went to college, da 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 So then I got into uh, a newer church, um, and that kind of taught me a little bit more of, like, the practical ways. So I feel like it was when growing, li- being in African church, being younger, that I saw that spiritual warfare. I saw, like, the by fire, by force type stuff. And then now when I'm older, I'm seeing like the practical side of it mm-hmm. and kind of both of them molding them together mm-hmm. is kind of what has brought me to where I am today. Mm-hmm. And now I had a religion, the religion or relationship and the knowledge of the spiritual realm all together. So mm-hmm. that's kind of, so I, I guess I'll say going from like the African church type to, I guess what we'll say the American style church now. Yeah. 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 You want to go? You want to go? I can go. But I mean, like, <laughs> like growing up, uh, you know, and I know um, some of the other guys on the on the podcast have the similar thing, where it's, uh, there was Celestial Church, of course, <laughs> Sele, uh-huh. also known as Sele, Sele. you know, um, white, white so, garment, type. right, white garment church, was beautiful. Um, you know, so <laughs> this guy is the music, the music, the music. Like, hey, this guy Sam. If you ever see this guy Sam listening to, beautiful, you can't you can't tell Sam nothing when he's listening yeah, to. Right. So white garment church is pretty much like really, re- really like. Um, if I was to describe it, I kind me personally, I perceive it. My opinion of it is kind of like Old Testament, kind of like you know, like everybody goes in and they wear um, like white. They call it sutana, but pretty much it's just like a white, like I guess you can call it like a robe or like a gown. garment, yeah, like yeah, a gown, like you gown. know, whatever. And you kind of have to go in and you take your shoes off, and it's very like, oh, this is kind of holy ground kind of mm-hmm. vibe, mm-hmm. Um, you know. And and being in that, I was young, so it, it didn't really like. And nothing really fazed me besides um, just knowing that people were religious, as in they practiced things, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And then growing up some more, just kind of um, getting more introduced to, like, not being in, like, African church. And um, and just a lot of, like, to me, I just saw a lot of, like, uh, I think I, in my, I, 
I personally saw a lot of like pride um, amongst Africans, like an African church when it came to like pastors and stuff like that mm. and the value for pastors and, and kind of just, oh, and, and not to say we don't value our lead pastors or any, you're not supposed to or anything like that, but it was just, it was like an overage of it, in my opinion, you know, like, it was a big, yeah, you know, like, yeah, so a lot of times you would just see adults kind of like, they'd be you know, quote unquote prayer warriors, but then they would still curse out people and stuff and they would <laughs> wish bad upon their enemies and, and stuff like that, you know. And so for me, I think I grew comfortable with, like Moses said, like spiritual warfare and kind of the intensity of like prayer um, and stuff like that being bred in that environment. And, and, you know, like even then, you know, like I was I was on a worship team, but I wasn't like, um, I wasn't leading or anything, and I was just kind of—I was lukewarm. I was lukewarm living at that time, and then kind of just being in there, I, I got saved, and I just looked at everything like really different, mm. and I just realized like it just wasn't the place that I wanted to like really grow. So I mean, there it was just like a lot of people. It was a lot of politics um, at that, you know, like yeah. with that, mm. and a lot of high like African high tradition. Mm. Yeah, and it was—it wasn't—it wasn't kingdom like the way kingdom is supposed to have church, in my opinion. Mm. And then going from that mm. church, kind of leaving because I felt the Holy Spirit asked me, "Is this where I want to raise my family?" And I was like, "No," you know. So, <laughs> um, Simple. You know, I just ended up leaving, um, and then just going to another church that was more modernized, um, definitely, and and just kind of like more so like the churches of today that you'd see with a lot of like. You know, like, um, and this stuff isn't bad. Like, you know, just like a lot of like light show and big production and stuff like that. And they add all those like artistic intricacies to the way they do church, um, you know. And and so, you know, like I just I feel like like I was at that church um, just for a while. And, and it was really good to me, you know, like um, but I feel like I feel like, you know, like at, at a certain point in time, I just wanted like more intimate fellowship. And I just feel like mm. I wasn't getting it at that point um just with like you know like leaders and stuff it's man church is like really complex it has a lot of like things so like the way the relationships that you may have with the leaders with the members you know like do you feel like you're being fulfilled do you feel like this is where god wants you to be mm -hmm. um and was there for a couple of years um also serving and you know stuff like that and and that was good but then ended up leaving that church after maybe like a couple of years and then now I'm at um, more so of like a home church. And I, you know, I like it. I love it. I think this church personally is like, it, you know, like I think just like a fa it's more like a family. So it's not really like a church in tradition. So it's like very inclusive. You know, like if you're not going to be there this week, kind of like, oh, let us know kind of church. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like we, we will notice. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> right, right. So it's like, you, you know, kind of, you know, like a family feel. Um, like meals all the time, like just kind of like diff Fellowship. different stuff. Fellowship. Yeah, and and yeah. at each of these churches, what was being taught was completely different. So yeah. that's one of the bigger parts that I guess maybe we could dive into like later. Yeah. Um, you know, like just kind of like okay, there are churches for elementary teaching. There are churches for more deeper teaching. There's churches that give you knowledge of the Bible, and you know, like teachers that teach more on the supernatural. Whereas there yeah. are teachers that help more beginning believers um and stuff like that but yeah so that you know this church is a little different um definitely like more deeper like context and learning more like of biblical like structure and right. why mm -hmm. certain things were the way they were as opposed to kind of learning like day-to-day -day things you know that you can easily immediately apply to like regular life you right. know or whatever so it's just it 
I feel like I've been through like so many churches outside of just being a part of helping, assisting other churches. So, mm-hmm. man, there's so much to be talked about. But I'll just let the other guys tell the story. Then we can <laughs> I can include those th- those things when we talk about different topics. Yeah, um, mm. or whatever. Um, so kind of similar to Gabe, grew up in a select church. Um, as a child, they didn't necessarily know why I was going to church. Didn't really care too much because I right. mean, we're, we're kids. Like right. we, we were excited about going to church because it was sugar fun. Cubes. It was fun <laughs> to go to church. church. You, you took sugar cubes and dipped them in sugar honey. cubes. You know what I'm saying? Like you erase your man's. Like right. it was just it, church was fun. It was fun. Um, and they obviously try to teach us, you know, in Sunday school, but it's just like, bro, we weren't, we weren't really paying attention for, for, <laughs> uh, so that was how church was for me, like, you know, initially growing up, but then it got to a place where I went to a more, uh, a traditional church. It was still an African church, but it was more so like a traditional church. Um, and I was on the worship team, so I was serving at the church and I was at the, it was a family church. So my, I, you know, my family, they still go to that church. Um, but I was at that church maybe for like a good five, six years. It was basically like the church I went to in my teenage years. Um, but it wasn't until, was it college? Because Remy and I, we went to that same church. Was it college when we left? Yeah, we were in college when we All left. right. So it was like freshman year, basically, around freshman year of college when Remy and I both decided to leave that church to, um, you know, just go to another church. Because, like, we both ended up, um, <laughs> after leaving that church, we both ended up going to the same the same church. Yeah. Um, so, like, before we thought church was, like, just one way. You know what I'm saying? Like, going up, going to African yeah, church, sure. we only, like, perceived church to be one way. But it wasn't until we encountered the church that was, like, like Gabe mentioned with, like, more of the production and artistic and, like, and stuff like that. That kind of um, caught our eye. And we thought it was just, like, a modern church and a church that yeah. was just best for us as millennials. In a sense, right? it, I feel like, like, same with me. It taught it. I never saw a church in this way. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's kind of what, like, attracted me, like, seeing of course like the age wise yeah that that church yeah Yeah. church is definitely young yeah so it definitely showed me a new perspective on what church looked like compared to what i grew up in but yeah exactly so i mean started going to that church and i actually still um attend the church that um, we ended up leaving to go to um and been there for a while so i mean church for me it's it's had its ups and downs as far as just like you know serving or as far as just like relationships with people and you know, really just trying to find a church that best right. fits you. Um, and, you know, it definitely looks different for everyone. But I, I know for me, it's just like, um, you know, I've been able to, you know, grow and see growth within myself because of the church that I'm currently at. And, you know, what I've had to learn was just like there's no church that is perfect. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to take things for what they are, depending on, like, who you are and what you desire. Um, and if, if the church is meeting those needs, then cool. Then, you know, stay at that church. But if it's not meeting those needs, I don't really feel like, anyone should feel like they have to commit to just um, commit to that church if they're not feeling like their needs are being met. Yeah. Um, so definitely, like, I was just trying to encourage people, like, you know, if it's not working out for you, definitely try another church. Um, but, yeah, that's basically my, my my church story. Like, I haven't been to that many churches. I'm just still, I'm still the current one. Yeah. Um, so. We'll definitely dive more into that, like, the whole if you meet your needs part of it, yeah. too. So. Hmm. Well, it's my <laughs> turn. It's like, no, uh, I think – uh, thus far, I have like a huge love hate relationship with the church. Yeah. Um, I think growing up, um, the way it was presented to me, uh, I resented it. Um, you would go to church, and you just you go to this place every Sunday, and there would be certain rituals being held. Like people would pray, people would um, do worship, like, and I didn't understand these things. And 
my mom never like really sat me down and explained to me what it is. Mm. So I was just like, okay, this takes away from like my time. Like you only have one weekend and your whole Sunday is gone because you have to get ready for church. You go to yeah. church. And it's <laughs> right. like, quick side note, like before yeah. Remy and I were really close. <laughs> can I speak? Wait, 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 wait. Nah, let me, wait, let me wait. have my, I'm going to get, nah, 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 Before nah, nah, Remy and I were really close. Cause we went to this, like, when I told you guys, oh we went to that gosh, same church, bro. I wasn't Yo, even Remy, getting to that part, bro. Remy, Remy would come to the church. All right. So like, you see how I didn't interrupt this him? Disengage. <laughs> you see how like, I didn't interrupt this guy? Remy would be so disengaged. I'm going to start interrupting this guy every time he talks. Wait, you're, you, want, you don't <laughs> right, want me to interrupt right. your interruption. Side right. stories. Wait. No. All right, go ahead, sir. I'm, I'm just saying, Rem, what, what Remy is saying is accurate. Like, <laughs> bro, this is what, before I even went to that service. He would, let me, let he me get, disengage. We'll get to that part. This guy's blowing me. So, like, oh, <laughs> You see, I, man, Remy, I let everybody rap. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead my fault, my fault, bro. Let him cook, boy. <laughs> But no, Sam was right. Like, I was really introverted, and I just didn't understand the point of church. I didn't understand, uh, like, I knew that there was a higher being, but I didn't really know what it meant to fall in love with God, fall in love with Jesus Christ. And I would just see, like, you ever be in church? Like, I'm sure y'all remember, like, the very first time you saw somebody who just fell out in the spirit. Yeah. And I'm like, why she just fall? Why don't she get up? Like, he's just, like, was, was, uh, like, it felt like a lady was catching a seizure. I'm like, why does anybody help her? And they're like, no, nah, I don't touch her. And I'm like, all right. This is just too weird for me. Like, right, right, right. I just didn't understand these things. I'll see people speaking in tongues, and I'm like, speak English, mom. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this guy angry. Like, right, right. Like, I was just, it, it was just so many things I didn't understand. And then, yeah. and then I guess in the traditional African sense, when you ask questions, let's be real. When you ask your parents questions, they'd be like, that's just the way it is. Right. Nah, that's yeah, how we they, do they it. You're, you're, not, you're not included into and, it. And the thing is, a lot of it is because they don't ask their own questions. Right. And then yeah. I would see I would see a lot of the bad side. I would see a lot of people who are quote-unquote prophets, who would give people words, but then these mothers, fathers it would pay them money. And I'm like, wait, if they're just giving somebody right. a word yeah. right, or just spreading the gospel, right. why are they taking money? Like, what is going on here? Like, are we paying for God's services? Right. So I just, I, I wasn't atheist, yeah. but at the same time, I was just like, so I do not bang with the church because I need to figure it out myself. Right. And it, it was like, that's how it was. Like, like Sam would say with his little story, like <laughs> legit when church ended, I would just go sit in the whip. Like, I was just sitting down, head down. And not like yeah. phones weren't a thing at that time, so I'll just be Dang. by myself. I think I initiated this friendship. No, you didn't. You sold me a fake watch, and wow. that's how it <laughs> So, oh, okay. maybe that's what it was. I got this watch. Maybe that's how, that's how he initiated it. You know what I'm saying? Saying? I still bro. initiated it, you know what I'm saying? And then so. I, you know, I would check on Remy after because he'll like literally leave church with after his headphones the job, and sit in the, the car right? and wait for his mom. You know yeah. After he bought the watch, you would check yeah. up on him. Yeah, after you know, what he I'm gave saying? me my money. I'm good now. <laughs> Let me make sure I can uh, finesse him again. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> but not good. <laughs> but like, so uh, it wasn't until I grew older and had my own encounter with God. I'll talk about my testimony like probably in a later podcast. But that I began to understand what Jesus meant to me and like what His sacrifice meant to me, and just I guess Christianity as a whole. And I realized that through experiencing other churches mm. you get a scope for how different christianity christianity right. is across different cultures mm. the african culture from my experience just mixing that in with christianity is not always the most effective Man. method and it it creates it creates a lot of resentment from people because they don't understand yep. like the last time i went to an african church like I, this was when i was just visiting someone i would walk in nobody like the first person who walked up to me was like an usher he said take off that hat <laughs> he didn't even say hi. He didn't even say, "Here's your seat." Right. Take off that. 
And I'm like, all right. So <laughs> I was not there. I was not there for longer than 15 minutes because it's, it's just like, Man. are you worried more about my hat? Imagine if he was a first time visitor too. I was. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I didn't go back to that church. I was yeah, just visiting somebody. Yeah. And and I feel like people don't understand. It's really about God's love. And if yeah. he he doesn't understand that interaction meant way more to me than it did to him. He was just like, right. I felt like I was doing my job telling him to take off his hat. And I'm right. like, I don't, I don't know how this church works. Come as you are type. Yeah. yeah. And, and I People guess forget, that's not a verse. Africans in certain churches. Like, son, it's, just like, not, it's just come suited and booted. Your skirt has to be this, <laughs> not even skirt has to be a dress, yeah, no like, ankles, nothing. Like, and, and there was even, was it one of y'all we were having a conversation with? No, it was you where you were, uh, there was someone who was saying, how is that pastor preaching without a suit on? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My Muslim uh, it, it's just there's just so much. There were right. there were so many rules and regulations to how I saw Christianity, mm-hmm. yeah. and I think now um, I'm in a space where like I, I attend the same family church that Gabe does, but I'm in a space where I'm um, trying not to worry about my needs and right. worry about like what God needs from me because right. I think. From my previous church, uh, I got to a space where I was working and working and serving and serving, but I was horrible spiritually. Like, right. I just wasn't in a good space. Yeah. And every time I'd pull up to church, I would tell myself, all right, this is the Sunday where everything changes. Right. And I would serve as hard as I could. And I was just exhausted. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I do this at work, and I'm getting paid to do that. Right. I'm doing this at church, and I'm not getting anything reciprocated. But I was worried more about self and just trying to figure out what was wrong with right. me. And I just wasn't in a place of solace, mm. so I I just had to just just make a move that was best for me. But now I'm in a space where I reassessed the situation and looked at what I did wrong because at the end of the day, it's really not about me. It's really about right. what God needs for me. And it's like I can't treat church like buffets and just be like, okay, uh, I don't I don't have a taste for this anymore. Uh, let right. me dip, let me dip out. Right. But I I think I'm in a space now where it's just all right. Walk in, God. What do you want from me? Like mm. what? do you feel like I should be doing today? Right. Who do you feel like I should be talking to? Mm. And that in turn has made me more intentional about relationships. Like mm. I think this week I was actually intentional about hitting people up and talking to them and realizing that <laughs> in my absence in their life, they were just going through a lot of things. And I think God just needed to remind me about that fellowship. Right. Yeah. yeah. And one thing that comes to mind when like, uh, Remy talks about like the past and even like the hat thing It's it's a lot of, and talking just to people in general, there's a lot of church hurt out there, even like from in the past or even at current churches, what some would call their American church. So I think that's definitely something uh, we can definitely talk about. And I'll start it off with a, with a story that I heard um, on BuzzFeed, actually. It's about a worship pastor who um, basically denounced the faith over um, like, yeah, she based, so basically her story was like she grew up in the church. Um, and like she, she was singing in a church. She started, you know, even working at a church and she was working. Um, she just wasn't feeling fulfilled. She felt like she was just working over and over. Um, she felt like people may have done her wrong in the church. And then, um, people were living a life that, you know, they felt like they were boxed in and that they weren't, um, you know, really being their true selves. She got married. Her husband ended up, they were both in the worship. They were both worship pastors or they were both on the worship team or something like that. Um, like they ended up, they felt like they were done wrong. And then one denounced the faith and as they were continuing to grow, she was struggling and then she ended up denouncing the faith. And now she, you know, claims that she's much free and all that type of stuff. Um, and like I was, I was listening to the testimony 
And it wasn't even like, to me, I wasn't convinced that she was denouncing because God failed her. Right. I when I was right. listening, the only thing I heard is I'm I'm denouncing People, because my community, my community, the church, the quote unquote church that I was in was failing me. I've had know? so many conversations with people where they um, walked away from God, denounced their faith, and they the reason being was because they just felt like they were controlled, yeah. and they they're like I'm doing what I want now, and I'm, I feel more happy. Right, and they don't realize that it. It wasn't God. It was really right. just the church and like the people yeah. around you yeah. and, and what you surrounded yourself with. Right. And that freedom, I guess, in in the grand scheme of things, it's temporary. And then you may crash and burn, right. and you may realize that okay, if I seek out God myself, as opposed to through a pastor, as opposed to through a, a specific leader that hurt me or did me wrong, yeah. then my whole scope and my whole viewpoint of this will change. And mm. low key, like I think people, people. So people think like, and I'm about to go way far with this for a second, but people think worshiping the devil is like worshiping the devil. No, it's idolizing yourself, your needs, what you want, and stuff like that. Mm Because the life of Christianity isn't about, being a Christian is actually following Christ, being a disciple of Christ. And what did Christ do? Christ did what the Father wanted him to do. You know what I'm saying? So like, if you're going to say you're being a Christian, it's not about satisfying your own, you know, right. desires and what you want. That's why a lot of times it's, it was funny because we all listened to this sermon by Francis Chan mm-hmm. and he was just talking about how like, he was talking about how like in, um, I think it was Asia he was saying, India. he was saying it was a lot of persecution because oh, people face yes. per- persecution from being Christians out there um, because of the system of government and the oppression and blah, blah, blah. Um, well, not blah, 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 but the way things are over there. And so pretty much he was sharing with them. He was saying, no, like in America, church is way different. Like, <laughs> If you don't like something, you just leave and you yeah. go to another one. And if you don't like the way they do the music there, you just leave and go to another one and stuff like that, as mm. opposed to it being mm. like God breath, you know, like right. your decisions to move churches. And so I think I think it's just so weird that, you know, like um, I'm trying to remember what I was coming back to because I was about to go to another topic. But um, yeah, so I mean, I think people just like, oh, yeah, yeah we were talking about the, the, the talking about the girl. But like, I think a lot of people just kind of like they want to do what they want and that's just not what you know mm-hmm. christianity is for so right. and i mean i honestly as or be a, pleased also. as somebody in their mid-20s i can completely understand what oh yeah they want oh yeah i've had definitely it's I, not, I it's still not easy. have still have my moments where uh i just really want to do what i want but mm-hmm. i think even as a man right yeah when you have a family and you have people that depend on you mm-hmm. you realize regardless of your faith you how you mature and how you grow as a man and how successful you are as a man depends on how little you think of or or when you think about yourself. If you, yeah. if you put yourself first in everything, Mm-mm. ultimately it will lead up to your demise. But yeah. mm-hmm. if you put your wife first, if you put your kids first, if you put your siblings first, if you put your mom, your family first, that in turn makes everything else healthier because when you're able to sacrifice yes yeah, and they'll yeah, understand yeah. that they'll see your sacrifice and you'll be a living testimony and they'll be like okay he is so you ever look at those people who give so much right mm. and it makes you just want to give too right. yeah and if, if you're that pillar if you're that light in your in somebody's life they'll now pay it forward and that mm. will now in turn just cause a reaction where everyone's doing it and i feel like the more you think about yourself the less likely that is to happen yeah yeah yeah, I mean, going more onto that, into like the church hurt thing, I think yeah. a lot of it is just, um, dang, where did I even start? I think it's just like our perspective on it, you know, yeah. and also goes back to like how, you know, 
way back in the day. We were probably hurt by church, and now, you know, we're trying to give it another chance, and we, you know, invest so much in it. And even going back to what Sam was saying, not having the perspective that the church is not perfect, and then you start to, okay, this is church. Like, everybody should be, you know, like, perfect. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Everybody, yeah. he shouldn't, I, I wouldn't expect this to happen. I wouldn't expect that to happen. Like, let me just go ahead and do all this. And and sometimes, I mean, the, you got to think about it. Church is a place full of broken people mm-hmm. trying to come together for one goal, to first glorify God, to mm-hmm. give him the glory. But also, it's it's like a hospital. We're all getting better together. Right. Um, and I think a lot of people, they... Where do I even go? I think a lot of people, based on, like, their position in the church, makes them feel like they have to appear to be a certain type of way. Yeah. Um, and I feel like... They, and they do, though. And they and they do. And even that, like, people try to avoid church hurt. Church hurt because of, you know, maybe I'll get my um, title taken away from me or maybe people wouldn't really see me as a great leader if, I have, right. like, if, I, if I'm sharing, like, my struggles. And I think that's just the issue. It's just, like, maybe it's just people are getting too tied up in, like, their position and not necessarily, yeah. like... Feeling like they have people they can actually talk to about their problems, and that really starts. I mean, that really starts from the the framework, and I guess the how the church looks. If right. if you're at a church where you feel like you can be very open, mm-hmm. which is very it's rare, very rare, rare, then you probably won't. You probably will just hide everything and only share that with your very close friends that you don't think will ever say anything to anybody about yeah. it. Right. But when you go to church, it's like, yeah, I'm I'm good. Like I'm straight. It's just like yeah. people will ask you like, how are you? And then you know what Praise I'm saying? God. Like you gotta you gotta right. ask yourself in that moment, like how how honest can I be with this person? Because like, it's like you it's like there's certain people you feel like they, that can ask you that question, how are you? You feel like, yeah, you can tell them like what's really good. And then there's other people it's just like cause like it's weird because in church you feel like you should you can be able to tell anyone but at the same time like you you don't have a close relationship with everyone at the right. church. You well, know what I'm saying? You never I know think, who this yeah, will go to. So you gotta yeah. you definitely gotta gauge like who you're telling yeah. your information to. Yeah. My my thing is I think the the real issue with millennial Christians is that they focus too much on the building. You can right. have you can have spiritual authority, like you can have people who are like mentor figures who've mm. been in the faith and and uh, kind of they don't have to be at your church this in life. Yeah. And I think people depend too much on yeah. Sunday church. It's yeah. like Sunday church. Like I just I've known a couple of pastors kind of use this example. Like, do you only eat one day of the week? No, you don't. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's part of the issue. Like, it's like, oh, people go to church and believe that everything in Christianity is supposed to be fulfilled mm-hmm. within that two and a half hours, mm-hmm. one hour, 90 minutes, whatever, mm-hmm. three, four hours if your church is a little longer. And it's or like, just even in the four walls of yeah, that building. And, and it's like, yeah. no, 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 no. We're led to lead a, a life of, you know, like our life is supposed to surround this stuff. So church should actually be the fact that you have friends who are in Christ, who are uplifting you, iron sharpening right. iron, mm-hmm. that you have leaders, whether they're inside or outside your church, maybe it's people, somebody right. you met at a conference or, you know, just people you look up to or you reach out to a, a man or woman of God who's just been in the faith longer, right. you know what I'm saying? But I think that church helps to establish, I think when you now talk about doctrine, right? Okay, oh, how yes. do we believe what we believe? Yeah. Basically, like, That's, kind of like a, um, like a map. In a right, sense. right, right. Like it it's gives like you a direction. direction. Right. So it's I'm like, not, I'm not preaching against church. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, I'm not saying like, be low, oh, be connected don't to have, church. don't have a church. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that church, your specific church building doesn't have to solve all your. Christian yeah, don't put needs. all your eggs in that basket. Yeah, and realize that fellowship is way more important because you got 
church on Sunday, but you have to, you should have Life. fellowship every other day of the right. week. Right. Whether it's group messages, whether it's actually sitting down and meeting with your boys or yeah. girls or whatever. It's yeah. it's really key to have that during the week because you're gonna be burnt out by Wednesday if yeah. you just rely on church. And but. yeah, so back to that, I think that's why church hurt happens a lot because we put everything into something like we expect so much from it and we you're going to get let down most definitely you you most expect so much from the church you expect so much from the people in the church and they're not god they're right. not going right. to right. be able to fulfill all those needs they're not going to they're going to mess up you know yeah. and once that happens it's church hurt somebody offended me um they didn't speak to me the right way all this type of stuff like i put so much into you and you let me down like that's gonna be that's what's gonna happen. Whereas if you have a fellowship, like a, a strong community of people, a strong fellowship of people, you understand like, oh, nobody, nobody's perfect. You know, we're all still striving for the same thing. We're all still striving to become whole in Christ. And I, I'm not gonna put all my eggs in you because you're not God. You're definitely guiding me and leading me into you know what what God has for me, but. I understand like fellowship is the main thing of what I need. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that even, even for me, like I got into a, a, um, I got into a mentality. Like if I'm serving so much, if I'm, you know, saying yes to everything, if I'm doing this, then the, yeah, then I'm good, mm-hmm. you know, then, then I'm good. And it's like, I'm getting, you know, I'm doing so much. And I'm like, at that point I'm thinking, Oh, I'm doing great for God. You know, right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm on the top of the world, you know? Young Martha. Um, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm, and I, and I think like I got to a point where I was very burnt out and I realized that I didn't have like a, like a strong fellowship, a strong community where I felt like I was growing. And, and for me, I decided to take a step back and when I decided to take a step back, I started to, you know, get into fellowship with guys that, you know, really have, have helped molded me into the man that I am today. For me, a lot of I have a lot of friends in this church, but my close like community when it comes to like Christian Christianity, a lot of them aren't in the church. You know what I'm saying? Like I got. Uh, Bible studies that I go to around where I live, which is far from where I go to church. Mm-hmm. And I have, um, like, my community of guys that go to different, various different churches, but at the same time, we're all the same church. Right. And I think yeah, that... the same body. Yeah, and I think that for me, I was placing all of my eggs in one basket, and mm-hmm. that basket, of course, it wasn't supposed to... Of course, I'm still connected, I'm still serving, all of that type of stuff. Uh, I'm not rebelling against the church and right, nothing right. like that. But I understand, like, fellowship is everywhere. Right, you know, right. fellowship doesn't end when I leave th- this address mm-hmm. and I go home. Like, fellowship continues on and on and on. Yeah. And I just knew, realized that I needed some more fellowship. And um, that caused that, that changed kind of the trajectory of where my faith was. It's almost like people feel like if they fellowship in the, with another church or another like body it's like you're like you're a we're trader trying. you know what yeah. i'm saying and i'm like trying to understand like where yeah. where that comes from you know what i'm saying like and then i guess that can move us into another thing where it's just a sense of competition yeah. you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, like, sure. mm-hmm. that's where francis chan's right comes in. you know what yeah. i'm saying like oh that church they brought israel Houghton. you know what i'm saying we got to bring you know ty tribbett or we got to bring jesus you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> our event i mean jesus is in every event and you know like on the same preaching that we all listen to you know it was um first chan was just really talking about like how 
in in, in those places like Asia and stuff, whenever you said we're praying, millions of people would come. Like people would just come. Mm. But because here we're so we have so many luxuries and stuff like so that. You have to now <laughs> add names. It's about the presentation the and not about yeah. the right. substance of what's right. going on. Right. You yeah. have to add out add names. Oh, this person's gonna be here, or this, oh, so and so gonna be there. John for Gray people gonna to be there. Right. God's for gonna people. Be here, Michael Todd. You know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> people people are gonna be like Pastor Steve, sign up. But but, but like people people are gonna have to people need names now yeah. in order to get excited for God. And it was just crazy because I feel like I have to tell the story, but he was just saying, I'm going to tell it quick, but he was telling the story of his daughter and he was saying like, oh, you know, like um, her birthday was coming up. He's like, if I threw you a party um, at Dave and Buster's and they have free food and the moon bounce and everything and you invited your school, like how many people you think would come? And she was just like, oh my gosh, I think everybody would come. Like, I think it would be amazing. Like, da 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 da. And he was like, well, what do you think if I, if I like if I did a party at the house, um, you know, and we had cake and stuff, but you were really just going to be there and, you know, maybe we, we'd play games and stuff. And she was like, uh, maybe like uh, just a couple of people. And, and he was just saying, like, it's crazy that you're the the person being celebrated in both occasions, but it would draw a different crowd, right. you know. And it's just like I think just the wrong mentalities of when we go to church. like, right. and, and I think it was really good what Remy was saying because he was just saying, like, even – even in the Christian life, going to church isn't really about only you. I mm, think that there right. are things that need to be satisfied when you go to certain churches. Like, mm. I think you find a church for you. Biblical yes. sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Interpret everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, also there's just more to, you know, like, oh, like worship wasn't good today or something like that. It was mm. like, well, I mean, so they the weren't worshiping you. You know, like, <laughs> right. you know, they mm. were worshiping God. You know, mm, so it's right. like, however it comes out. Of course, even the Bible talks about quality. So, right. you know, this is not to say do anything anyhow. Like, right. when right. they brought down the walls of Jericho, I, I, this stuck out to me because somebody had said it and I went to check mm. um, or whatever. And always check check what you're learning. Um, but <laughs> I went to check and it said that, you know, um, during the walls of Jericho thing, when they marched around and played, the, uh, the band played and stuff, it was skillful musicians. Mm -hmm. So I only say that to say, like, oh, you know, it's not that people should be doing anything anyhow at church. Right, but... Right. It should still be ordered. But at the same time, it's not about like you still you have a mission in everything you do. Like mm -hmm. Remy was saying, he you know, like it's like okay, he goes to church, like, God, what do you want from me? Yeah. You know. But, you know what's but, funny? Like, uh so obviously your relationship with Christ should be the most like the focal point of everything, it should be the most important, right? Yeah. But I feel like when it comes to what church you go to and how much leeway you give that church, people give that less stock than they'll give like their job right like you'll have two bad weeks at church and uh -huh. you'll be ready to leave but you'll have two bad two three four bad months at your job but you'll be like you still be back so i'm saying i get this check i get my check i ain't leaving just yet i think i'm gonna give it another year and then i'm gonna leave right and it's weird it's because true. That's like real. the way people switch church essentially should be the way people switch, switch their job, job but because there's a check behind it, you'll give it so much more you'll cut them you. so much more slack yeah. than you would your church yeah and yeah. one should be one should outweigh the other. I but think it I think it's more so because like people feel like the church is more so like an option. Like right. I don't necessarily like need the church, church to survive type. Right. So some people, so I guess like with a job, it's just like I actually need this one. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stick through it and like yeah. fight through it, whatever the case may be. So it's just the whole like it's like a necessity versus like something you actually know you need. Right. And depending right. on depending on who you are, like some a lot of us as Christians should know that. I mean. 
you you need you don't necessarily I, I would say you need church, but you you can be fine depending on where you are spiritually if you if you don't go to church. But that yeah, also depends you need on where you fellowship. are fellowship. Right. Exactly. That's the purpose. So, yeah, fellowship. So but but yeah. even yeah, so but going back to what Gabe was talking about, how um like the whole prayer meeting and stuff. So mm-hmm. and and even talking about it, Francis Chan and the, the message that we listened to, like he was saying that we read the Bible and we see how like Paul was coming at all these different churches and we're like, dang. And here in America, we is like, oh, they're not talking about us. But if you look at it, like he was saying that we don't fall short of like that type of stuff either. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, we we're, we become, in a sense, he said, we become weird. And he was even saying with the prayer thing, um, people won't show up for prayer, but now we've, you know, added a band. We'd added, you know, a little preaching. And then we added, you know, five, ten minutes of prayer here. And then now, you know, we've changed what prayer yeah. It looks like, in a sense, to yeah, right, to, they're, to, they're to attract more people. It, and it sucks because there are Christians who genuinely can't just pray. Mm. They need more, you know, to either, like, commune with God. And I'm mm. not saying it it's bad, but I'm saying, like... He was he was saying a lot of it is just our heart. Like, mm. we're, in a sense, he was saying we're trying to package it in a different way to, to kind of, in a sense... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? not expose the real issue of that it's our heart and that it's our, yeah. that our want for God, his presence, rather than something that looks good and something that feels good for a moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what, and it was, it was crazy because I even thought of that. Like I got into, so I got into a moment, mindset like, oh, if it's not somebody big preaching, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to go. If the worship's not a certain way, like, mm-hmm. I'm good. If it's, it's not going to be like an event. Yeah, it's, it's like, a, you event. treat it like a move. It's like, yeah. hey, who at that joint, bro? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, a function like, list. Right. Yeah. And that convicted me. And it's like, I can I can miss this Sunday. This person's not going to be there. I'll, I'll be straight. Right. Or this different person. pastors preaching too. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. I'll be no straight. No one that pastor don't be hitting it like that. And it's like, at this point, it's like, oh, it's for me. Like, this is. This yeah. church is for me to yeah, glorify yeah. myself. Like, I don't really like their worship, you know. What I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, and it's like, like, oh song. God, I'm going because my friend, this friend's not going to be here this Sunday. It's like, right, it's right, like right. oh, this yeah. is for me. So you gotta get like so the, question the, your motive. The beauty, the beauty of I think consulting God as far as like choosing a church hmm. is that let's say you let's say that you feel like the Lord is sending you to a church, but let's say the the worship as as far as the musicianship of the choir or the worship team there isn't like what you like or you don't really like them or whatever the case is if you feel like the lord is taking you there right mm. if you go there can be something that you experience there that's way way more way way better bigger or whatever the case is mm-hmm. than you just enjoying how the musicians play at worship now me i'm big on worship because you know like i'm a worship leader myself so I I I very I take very important measure to like worship and stuff like that. Um, as far as the music goes, because worship is a lifestyle, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like Young slogan, right? So, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, my thing is just that I think, and I think that's why you should apply God's wisdom to everything. Like, right. okay, God, what should I do here and here and here? Because in church choice, I think that you then once you're there for a while, um, and if you kind of work at it like Remy was saying um, then it's just like you then can see the treasure like me I felt like the Lord told me to marry my wife even up till yesterday I just find new reasons why I'm like yeah I'm glad that I married her and not somebody else because mm. they wouldn't get they wouldn't get this thing they wouldn't understand <laughs> this part of me or whatever the case is like right. you know and I talked to couples that they say they experienced in that years down the line still like yeah. oh man like yeah I'm glad I married 
I married whoever because of the fact that, man, I'm just learning that something else, you know, like I just learned a new, another new thing mm-hmm. of why I learned married this person. So it's, I think the same thing will go with church. And that's, you know, I think the bottom, one of the biggest things here is like, yeah, don't don't choose church just for you. Consult with the Lord, like, where do you want me to go? And I mean, if it takes like church hopping and praying after each service, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> do that, you know, to find where you feel like the Lord wants you just right. so you can also because the Lord wants to feed you, too. It's not like God doesn't make it about you. You know, you're yeah. his beloved. Um, and so he wants you to be satisfied, too. It's right. not, mm-hmm. you know, like he's not looking for you to just go and serve somewhere and be depressed and, and miserable. Yeah, and be a soldier like and, God. Be, and be cold, right, and, you exactly. know, just out in the dry and on a mission or something like that's that. that's fruitful. Nah, yeah. God wants you to enjoy also, you know, and, and reap the, the fruits of that. So, yeah. And I yeah. think the one of the biggest, one, one thing I loved about, we're going to put this message in the description so that y'all can see it as uh, well. Definitely, yeah. But I think one of the biggest things that I loved about it is he definitely, like Francis Chan came from the church, but mm-hmm. the thing about it is he redirected it in what it should be like family, mm-hmm. communion, um, loving your brother as if he's yourself. And he's also like saying, this is kind of what we've drifted away from. And, mm-hmm. and we look at church today and it, you know, it can look like that. It can look like we've drifted away from the mm-hmm. family of what church is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And we've made it more consumer. Mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest things he's like, don't detach, don't disconnect, don't rebel, but you have to understand like family is what we need to get back to. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, like when it becomes family, you understand. Like e- even in your own family, you're you know that your family's gonna hurt you, but you understand. Like this is family. This right. is somebody that I'm gonna grow with. This is somebody that we're gonna work together with. We sometimes be, people don't know better. Yeah, exactly. But mm-hmm. I, I think it also depends on the type of family you uh, were raised in too. Because some, yeah. right. some people consider family like yeah, my I my, my family, my own family. Yeah. yeah, my own family was wild. So it's just like I don't right. know. Yeah. So like there's just like so many different reasons like why yeah. people are. Have they they kind of like think twice before coming to church because right. it's just like these people say they're supposed to be my family, but even my immediate family were trash. Right. So, so I think it's our job to kind of just shift that way. Of shift thinking. The, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. people, like, some people treat God as they treat their real fathers. Like yeah. I'm trying to appeal to my actual father in life because he doesn't really love me. whatever yeah. and, you know, and, yeah. and, and and you know I'm trying to do things uh, to where like right. yeah to prove my you know whatever yeah. to my dad. Because that's how they grew right. up. And so yeah. Yeah. people well, family, do the same thing with the like church. it's like family can just be like, yo, let's just let's just grab let's just go talk first. Yeah. yeah. You know, let's just go talk. It doesn't gotta be nothing organized. We don't gotta count the many people that are here. Mm-hmm. Like we just go fellowship, talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, we'll read our word and let's just fellowship. Like that's what family is. You it's know cr- what I'm saying? It's crazy how like, you know, so the Bible was written so long ago and a lot of a lot of scripture was based on the context of that time. Like when they were giving you instruction, it was mm. based on what people were currently doing. And in Revelation, you know how they were talking about how the church, the state of the church then, how people were getting drunk off communion, mm-hmm. how people were pretty much being immoral in church, how people were still suing their brother. And it's crazy how now it doesn't look too much different. And it yeah. just, it's I guess it just shows that we have a lot of work to do as the body. Um, in order to literally bring heaven on earth as it should be, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just one of those things where, like the Bible, I just I, like when you get into your word, you just realize how timely, timeless right. it is. Mm-hmm. And one thing he said in it, and he was like, um, "You're doing a lot of great things, but you lost your first love, mm-hmm. right? Which is which is that family, that fellowship, the love of God. Like, yeah. you there there's a lot of churches out there that can be doing a lot of great things that could be, you know." 
packing in numbers or bringing in big people and like all that type of stuff. And of course, there's people that are being saved there. There's people that are being, you know, moved and, and God is there. But then there's some that it's just like you've you've lost your first love. You know, it looks good for this and that. But, you know, if we think about it, is the first love still there? And yeah. I think that's something that we should evaluate as well. Yeah, yeah man. But yeah, I just, yeah. I think I think one of the most important things when just regarding church is just to just to really choose with God, um, you know, really evaluate, you know, like why you are where you are and and really don't don't depend on church for everything that you need within the Christian life, because there's so much more to achieve. Like you don't have to do everything you do inside of the four walls of a church, mm-hmm. the body of Christ, your people who believe the same faith as you are people who are in your church. You know what I'm saying? So, like, somebody at another church is in my ch- in the church because they're in the body of Christ, you know, right. or whatever, and that's such something to remember. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I just think, like, now right. that we're really getting into the meetup, there's so much more we can talk about. But right. But, I mean, um, what I what I do say is, is do stay, get connected with a local yeah, church and yeah, do, sure. yeah. you know, be that change. You know, be, if you if you want to be somebody that wants to bring more family environment to a church that you feel like is lacking in, you got to be connected. You got to have a seat at the table to be able to change something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To, in order to affect something like that, you can't be, you can't be outside the walls, you know, talking about, oh, they need to become more like a family. They need mm-hmm. to be, they need to stop doing this, stop yeah. doing that. Like, mm-hmm. You can't do that. You got to be. You got to be connected. You got to mm-hmm. be able to, you know, have a say in mm-hmm. it. So, yeah, that's all we're saying. You know, I think also uh, ask yourself like what you want to get out of right. out of the church too. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that would kind of change your mentality going into it. Because it's just like for someone who, you know, desires to serve and to like you know serve uh, people in a way where you know normally you wouldn't outside the church. You know, what I'm saying? like there's opportunities for you to do that. But I think it just all depends on like like I said, it all depends on like um, what you're trying to get out of it. That would kind of like dictate, um, you know, like like how how you approach church. Basically, I would say, yeah. Yeah. Love God, love people. <laughs> next. Next. Love oh, cherries. Wise words from up. <laughs> right. I love people. Uh, but now nah, for real, hopefully this is this since this is a topic that's definitely we've all lived through and we yeah. we yeah. hear it on a daily basis. We hear yeah. it from all of our friends and even people that we don't know. We just you know, we just wanted to start the conversation. Right. Um and, and we definitely advise you to listen to this uh, message that we heard is definitely something that convicted me, yeah, and and put me put things into perspective for me. But yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all we had to say. Yeah, so I mean, and, find a church. Um, church is still good. Pay tithes. Church is not perfect, so yeah, just church already know that perfect, all. But right. rely on God. Now everybody, people. everybody's church right. has an issue. Everybody, right. everybody, every church that I've been to has an issue. Because you know? yeah. so, uh, as long as yeah, issues. as yeah. long as you have. God at the center and right. and and Jesus in front of everything and not putting leaders or whatever on a pedestal yeah. that they cannot fulfill because they're not God, then you'll be good. And remember that church is not about you. It's about God and people and what God's mission is at the end of the day. So I feel, yeah. like, this, I feel like this joint deserves a part two. Yeah, yeah, because I got a lot like, more. To there's say. a lot yeah, of parts. There's, 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 yeah. there's a lot. You there's know, we lot. don't want to make this really like an hour two. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. part two yeah. some come. Right, part two. Yeah, we gotta come. make a list of our part twos because we got a lot <laughs> of part twos. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot, Bruh. We got a whole season of part twos. Right, like a month. So, but anyways, hey, if you like this, if this was something that was helpful to you. Um, and you know maybe somebody that needs to hear this or is struggling with the concept of church in itself, go ahead and send it over to them. Also, 
Go ahead and like us, subscribe, um, all that good stuff. Follow us on all of our social media. Please buy do. a t-shirt. We actually gave out for y'all that don't follow us. We just gave out a hundred dollars on our Instagram, and if you followed us, you probably would have had a chance to get that $100. So mm. now you might want to do that because maybe we will have a giveaway on another day mm-hmm. with a little bit more. Who knows? Free money. Hey, but hey, follow us, share this, leave a comment, leave a review. Go cop a T. You know, the G is for uh, go cop. All right. And on that note, we'll see you <laughs> yeah. guys next bye, time. Bye, 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 bye. 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 Peace. <laughs>